Okay, okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses. Pop your corks. The show is about to start. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is the, the flask. flask at Hand, the podcast that starts with whiskey and ends with knowledge. No, thank you. All right. We are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And as I do, I will introduce us to those of you that don't know us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Aaron is a stunt double for child actors. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> his is it my small stature? His small stature, <laughs> his small stature and hairless body, oh, are important attributes uh, to this profession. Aaron, what is your favorite child actor to work with, and what role did you like the most? Oh, I've stunt doubled for. Um, Did you say Macaulay Culkin at some point? Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yes. Coken? Yes. Macaulay Coken? Coken. Is that well, he had a Coke problem. rich Coke problem? Yes. <laughs> they call him Macaulay Coken now. <laughs> <laughs> so are we talking Home Alone? Home Alone. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, there was... I, I like laid all the marbles so out, you know. Was that you that... Laid that, all the traps. That took the zip line from the window yes. to the tree? Yes. Ah. That was me. Yeah. Nice work. Okay. From the window <laughs> to the tree. <laughs> That's where the song uh, came from. <clears throat> Lindsay... Is a pet evangelist who performs miracle healings on different animals. Uh, what would you say, Lindsay, is the most memorable healing you've performed? I don't want to brag. I just, I don't, I just straight up, I'm not a bragger, but I have brought an animal back from the dead. There's a crazy place in North Carolina called the Pet Cemetery. I've heard of this. And actually, all I did was bury the animal there before midnight and on a full moon. And the next morning, I revived it. The owners were pretty happy until they died a couple days later. What was it? Until they died <laughs> a couple days later? <laughs> what animal was it? It was a German Shepherd. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. It may have killed its owners a couple days later. <laughs> oh, I see. So there's a thing that happens when you bury the pet in the pet cemetery, yes. and then it comes back and it kills the owners. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like But, a, you know, they wanted their dog back that bad. It so. sounds like a movie, but I can't pay the price. I can't place the name of the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I haven't, well, heard, I haven't maybe, heard of it. Maybe we'll figure it out. <laughs> Pet suppository? <laughs> Pet <No>. suppository. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. And I'm Jake, your friendly neighborhood tugboat operator. Um, and tonight, uh, we have Aaron Hannenberg with us. Woo! Um, owner, operator, maker at AMH Custom Crafts. So we talk a lot about Aaron and, and his wares, and he's here tonight to... Uh, to do this show with us. So welcome, Aaron. Thanks for coming up and, and doing the show with us tonight. Otherwise known as Hanny. Hanny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Hanny. what we're going to do, since we have two Aarons here, we have Aaron Hannenberg and we have Aaron, however the fuck you say his last name. <laughs> what is your last Nody name, for man? this long? <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? Wide I did, camp. I just say weed camp because I like it better, but it's wide camp. <laughs> That's what everybody says. So um, we're going to call Aaron wide camp. Aaron, one of the hosts of the show, Ronnie, tonight. 
Because that's what he usually goes by. Anyway. Yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> After all this time, <laughs> I found out. Who is this guy? <laughs> so, um, Where did he come from? <laughs> and then we're going to call Aaron Handenberg from AMH, AMH Custom Craft. We'll call you... Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> I <tonight>. accept. <laughs> so... Or we could call you Dime Big Daryl if you want. Oh, I don't deserve that honor, <laughs> but thank you. Just, just, just uh, Aaron. Aaron will suffice. Thank you. Okay, so we do have an exciting topic about outlaws. Mm-hmm. Outlaws. Are we, are we talking about Wild West oh. outlaws? Anything outlaws. Who knows? Yeah, let's oh. just, just go <laughs> wild out. It's wild a out. mystery. Oh, totally. Okay, okay so out, outlaws after the whiskey. But before we get into that we want to talk about this raffle we're doing with this knife you made specifically for the show and for listeners or whoever wants to join in on this thing. But um, just so badass! I can't believe you did that. It's very Thank cool. You, he brought it here tonight. We have some. We're going to put some pictures up on the social media, and you guys can see what you can win. Um, that's the sound of the knife on the glass. He just cut, ladies and gentlemen. He just cut a glass in half with this knife. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not even any shards. No shards. No shards. Aaron, if you want to explain how we're going to work this and and how to get your raffle ticket, I guess we can call it is that. It right? called, yeah. Is it a raffle or a waffle? Oh no, it's a raffle. Oh okay, right. So <laughs> basically, you, you 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 pay a very small amount of money um, to put your name in to win this knife, and we're going to send it along with a flask at hand whiskey glass as well. Yeah. So, um, but the knife is amazing, and like I said, we'll show some pictures on our social media and all that stuff, and and so you can see it. But yeah, Aaron, go ahead and explain how we're gonna how we're gonna make this work and and how we're gonna allow some lucky person out there to have this amazing piece of uh, cutlery. Well, thank you, Jake. The way that this is gonna work is I go to my Etsy store, which is AMH Custom Craft, all one word, and it is going to be like one of the main things that you see on my page. Uh, the price is gonna say twenty five dollars per entry, but we are going to give you a code later on in the broadcast and also on Facebook and on Etsy to cut that price down to five bucks. So you can enter as many times as you want, five bucks a piece. Uh, you will receive a receipt from AMH Custom Craft on Etsy saying, congratulations, you've just entered into the raffle for the flask at hand knife. Thank you very much. We will do a live drawing uh, somewhere in the first part of October, depending on when these guys can get together and do another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, everything is going to be assigned at random. So let's say, Lindsay, you buy $25 worth of raffle tickets. So you get entered five times. So your name is going to be randomly placed on a spreadsheet, numbers one through, I think I have 100 raffle tickets up on Etsy okay. right now. Wow. So uh, you might be number two, 25, and... Mm-hmm. 69. Oh, could be. Could be. <laughs> right. Do we get so. to pick our numbers? <laughs> no, it's Aww. going to be assigned randomly. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone would want 69 <laughs> for sure. So doesn't matter like if one person enters or if all 100 spots get filled up, that would be amazing. If you've ever seen a, a drawing done on Instagram or Facebook, they usually use random.com okay. to just come up with a number. Cool. You set a number like between 1 and 51 and 100, 1 in 2017, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so whoever number gets pulled with their name next to it, they get this. 
Shipping is free. They'll get the knife, the glass, a very cool cigar box. Yes. No cigars. Stickers. And, and half, stickers. half of the proceeds <laughs> are going to go to the Whatcom Humane Society. Yes. Nice. So we're going to, um, with, with that half of the proceeds, we're going to purchase food and toys. Because and, they, they like to have those things donated rather than cash. So we're going to take that and, and give them all these things that they can give to the animals. Medication. All yeah, that. Flea all stuff. All yep, that stuff. Exactly. Awesome. All that. All that stuff. So, like so we're going to kind of, we, what we wanted to do was include the community somehow in this and, and make it good for more than just us. I'll also be donating some time as my, as a evangelist. So yeah. go to uh, <laughs> AMH custom craft, one word at Etsy.com and uh, we'll, we'll give you the code. We'll give you the code pretty soon. Okay. We'll also put the link to the exact listing on the Flask at Hand Facebook Mm -hmm. and Instagram. I will also post it on my Instagram, which if you'd like to follow me, is at AMH Customs. That's the only one that's that's plural. Oh, okay. All right. And this is, now it sounds like, it could sound like an N, but it's like AMH like... Aaron Michael Absolute Hannenberg. Absolute metal heads. Oh. Oh, no, I like okay. that better. Got it. <laughs> better than my real name. <laughs> <laughs> so once we get the code out, uh, it's going to be five bucks. That's it to, that's to awesome. buy a raffle ticket. And for there's only 100. For a knife. So. There's only 100 spots. So And it's it's a knife that's probably worth, I'm guessing, hundreds maybe. I, I would definitely post it up there for more than 100. Okay. So definitely, definitely worth five bucks to try to get this thing because yeah. it's it's beautiful and like i said we'll it post. is it's got a really cool leather sheath okay uh should we get into the whiskey first Ooh, here hell yeah okay so uh, tonight yeah. can't wait our whiskey is one that anybody that has a trader joe's in their area Never can heard of it. go there yeah <laughs> can go there and buy or just go to their website and look for it because it's super cheap this is a 22 dollar 10-year-old Highland wow. Scotch. That's crazy. And um, the, Out of this world. The reason why I wanted to do this one tonight was I was in Trader Joe's specifically to buy whiskey because their prices are just so good. And Trader Joe's does uh, uh, things like uh, Costco. They are an independent bottler. So I don't know what distillery this bottle comes from, and you never will because they don't tell you that information. But I bought a bottle a few weeks ago, and to be honest – there's like a third of it left. It's very, very good. And it's um, Alexander Murray. So what that means is Alexander Murray is a really well-known independent bottler as well. But what they do is they're, they're known for finding these barrel picks that are amazing. So they go to these distilleries and find these whiskeys that are in these barrels, and then they bottle them and sell them under their name, Alexander Murray. And they're, they're very well known for um, just quality whiskey. And when I saw that, I'd never seen this before at Trader Joe's, so when I saw that, I knew it was going to be good whiskey. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's $22. It's That's cheap. 22. I'd love to try it, Jake. Yeah, we're going to try it. We're going <laughs> to try it. Enough talking, so, let's pop it. Um, I'm so, looking at it. He's he's splashing it around, splooshing it around yeah, it just, in it's, the bottle, it's, and all I want to do is pour it in my glass. It's just all it says on the label is Trader Joe's Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 10 years. And then in the very in small letters on the bottom, it says Alexander Murray and Company, which that is what made me buy this the first time. And so I bought another one, and we're going to open it now. Uh, yes. We'll, we'll do the cork pop. Get it, it pop. Quark, pop. Here we go. Here we go with the quark pop. Oh, oh, that was a good one. We haven't had a good bottle one in a pop, while. Bottle, that was a high pitch. Oh, bottle, 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 Oh, God. <laughs> and then, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to put the cork back in this time. That was a good one. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, it usually does. So, usually I like to leave it in. 
<laughs> oh, and a good pour. All right, I'm going to pass this to the left-hand side to Glugamino. Aaron. <laughs> and we're we're drinking out of the flask at hand glasses tonight, everybody. These are rad, man. So these are handmade also. They are, are they? handmade. Yeah. yeah. I did the etching so on these glasses. We did not blow the glass to make the glasses, of course. But I'm sure they would have been happy. Though. We did have <laughs> the stencils made and then we have to specifically pick out very gently and it takes hours it does it's um, <laughs> and then you it's tedious it's very I'm, tedious I'm so these are thirsty. handmade we the, made dude, it came out so clean this is nice right yeah, it was <laughs> cool. sorry i'm about to go full crusty mode here <laughs> oh let's hear it oh. <laughs> i don't think the boys and girls at home want to hear that <laughs> and the boys and girls are listening to this god damn it parents where the hell are you <laughs> okay so uh, we have some of this 10-year-old Highland scotch from Trader Joe's, Alexander Murray, in our yep. glasses. So let's uh, let's give it a smell and see what we got. Oh. Ooh. Uh, definitely fruity. Citrus. Very fruity. Yes. Very, very citrusy, but there's very vanilla. Soft. It is so it soft. Is. Yeah. Round. There is... There's not a lot of it's more alcohol. square. Is it a shape? There's not <laughs> round is a shape. Tri- <laughs> it's definitely not triangle. It smells like a round. Yeah, triangle will be sharp. This is like ovaline. Yeah. Yeah. Ovaline. <laughs> yeah. It's like oval. It's like it's very ovaline. Ovaline. Word, but like, not ovaline. like the drink. Yeah. Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Ah, yes. But does, more it, does, ovaltine, it does not please. smell like ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah. It did not come with the Dakota ring. Ah. <laughs> Nutty? It is. It's nutty. It's fruity. Nutty? It's, there's, like there's, maybe it's very like apple Yeah, it's green, green apple. apple. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of vanilla there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, green apple. Um, the oak that. is yeah. the oak is very light and smooth in the in the in the nose. I bet you it's gonna come But the, the alcohol taste. vapor is not there. It's minimal. No, I mean it it's is minimal, yeah. No, you can put your nose right in this. I was very, very surprised at how good this is. There there are some Highland whiskeys out there that are three times the price of this bottle. That I would I would drink this don't before uh, yeah. yeah, so okay, should we uh, do our toast then to this whiskey that may either make things a little better or a lot worse? <laughs> oh, cheers! You got that yeah. from the show last night. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did not make that up, but I did um, make it work. <laughs> it's not exactly that's what a better said, toast. But I really liked it's it from Ted Lasso. <laughs> I didn't make that up, but I made it work. <laughs> I'd like to say one too. All right, let's do it. All right. Here's to you, as good as you are. Here's to be as bad as I am. As good as you are, as bad as I am, I'm better than you, as bad as I am. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, let's taste this stuff. Nobody does it better. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. That is good. I got Goose the... down comfort. <clears throat> oh, <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say I got the nut on that one. You did? Mm. Yeah. You took the nut? I took the nut. Oh. Oh. Went nut deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I get nut nut. Sure. <laughs> yeah. God, it's, that is good. It's, it is nutty. It's definitely. It's not, a cashew. It's not a pistachio. It's definitely spicier. Yeah. Than you think it's going to be. Yeah. Have you had Frangelico? No. Anybody Never heard Frangelico? Uh, am I just did you make that up? Fancy boots here. Hanny made that up. <laughs> no. <It's>, yeah. Frangelico is <laughs> a hazelnut liqueur. And it's oh. Reminding me of. That. Oh. Okay. Mm. That's very yeah, good. Yeah, I think it is hazelnut. You're right. It's that spice. That hit you, oh, though. it is spicy. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's spicier than you think it's going to be. Clove, probably. Clove? Yeah, definitely a little like, clove. A little citrus and clove. A lot. I know. That is good. I know you guys hear this a lot, but there's a lot of oak. 
So oaky. There is. Oak. It's so oaky. <laughs> Little did you know we're sitting in the middle Puma of an oak Puka. tree. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It is very, very oaky. But it's it's delicious. It is very good. It's very pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's very drinkable too. Yeah. Sessionable, for twenty-two dollars, as they say. Yeah. For how much? Twenty-two dollars. Satiable. Oh man. Twenty-two bucks. Yeah. That's so. crazy. Especially Plus Washington. I know, but especially like here in Washington for something like this. Yeah. Add another 15 bucks on it. Yeah, so it was only $59 yeah. after tax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was probably like 28 or 27 oh, bucks or something and like folks, that. And folks, the yeah. bottle's actually pretty cool. It, it looks like a... I like the little... The neck, neck yeah. bulge. Yeah, the neck bulge. Yeah, yeah it does. It's very kind of hourglassy at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aberdeen, Scotland. Okay. Yeah, Aberdeen. But it was Wait. distilled, matured, was a, and bottled was like in a Scotland. Middle Eastern accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? It's got a lion on it spinning a wheel. Yeah, as as you do. That's what I taste in the Highlands of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, you just find yourself a lion. Because they're, they're better than it. for you. Have you guys ever seen that? Uh, it's usually on Funniest Home Videos or one of those. Oh but there's the race that they're just like running down a really steep grass hill, and oh, everybody's the cheese wheel falling. Race. Yeah, the cheese <laughs> race. Yeah, that, that is was gnarly. A, there was a Netflix show <laughs> yeah. that was yeah that documentary. Yeah, I watched that. yeah, yeah that's Dude, crazy. I did not see the doc. I want to see the documentary. Dude, you gotta see it. So good. They're so serious about it. Oh yeah, people are just they're just flopping their legs over. Nobody ever catches bones. that. And they're all laughing wheel. and smiling and they're like breaking their bones. Dude, my back hurts just hearing about <laughs> yeah. this. It's, it's good bad. that you got to watch it. It's, oh the, it's the best episode we should make of a that trip series. Cheese race? Cheese nah. That would be fun. Yeah, it's the cheese race. Cheese I don't know. Yeah, yeah the great wheel or the great cheese wheel or something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. Is it actually a wheel of cheese? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering. They chase one down the hill, right? Nobody ever catches it, but. Oh, but if you did, what does it become? Like some people, chest of gold coins yes. or something. Yes. So yeah. Or you just get to feast on the cheese <laughs> after running down it. Yeah. Oh, no, you just yeah, you, you just get, get the cheese. You get a ba- yeah, you eat the whole wheel of cheese <laughs> so and you get back. They're basically up and you large mice running down yeah. the hill after yeah. a wheel of cheese. Yeah, you get constipated. That's your prize. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. That's the real race. Whoever poops first. Yeah. Actually wins. Oh, so after it's a pre-race. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. This is. I can take a a big gulp of this. Yeah, and it's I'm gonna go get a bottle of this. Really, tomorrow. really good. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. good. I know it's very good. It uh, one to one hundred score. I'm gonna give it. I mean, <sighs> there's a lot of factors here. It's extremely affordable. It's extremely delicious. It smells amazing. Yeah. Um, it's got to be. I'm gonna give it an eighty. I know okay. that's crazy because we're getting up into compass box territory there. Wow, yeah, really? An eighty? I'm giving it an eighty. I'm oh, giving it an eighty. Man. That's All awesome. Right. Because mostly because of how affordable and how right. delicious it is. Yeah. I mean, Taste you're just not going to find a whiskey right. that tastes like this for yeah. this price. No, anywhere. No. So um, definitely recommend. It's a Trader Joe's, just Trader Joe's Highland Single Malt Scotch whiskey, ten years old. That's yeah. that's it. I mean, there's That's all there is to it. Uh, but it's it is the Alexander Murray. So remember that. That's okay. important. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm going to say 80. Okay. What about you, Ronnie? Uh, I'm at 75. Wow. That's still that's still high. Yeah. Aaron? Oh, man. Do I have to come up with my own scoring scale? You can if you'd like, but we're just, I mean. We yeah. usually do that. Yes, please do. Oh. Please do. That would be awesome. You'd be the first guest to ever do yeah. that. That would be so cool. All right. What should I base it off of? Anything you'd like. Whatever yeah. strikes your fancy. Yeah. Metal bands. The first thing you think Me- of. Metal bands. Oh. Has to be. Or metal vocalists. Oh. Can't kill the metal. <laughs> Cannot kill the metal. The okay, metal so okay, if we're going that route, then Ronnie James Dio is up on top. Oh, yeah, like, nice. Ronnie James Dio, of course, small man, big, big, big voice. Yes. Uh, uh, down on the bottom, I don't know who I want to put at the bottom. 
I don't want to put anybody at the bottom. You got to put somebody there. Um, <laughs> I do every day. Every time I walk through Fred Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk in, look at somebody. You're on the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just whisper it into their ear in the You're check stand me. line. <laughs> You're a bottom. And then you get the wrong guy. He's like, power bottom? <laughs> You're like, power bottom. That. <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> or did it? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with Lamb of God. Okay. There you go. That's All a right. good one. Good, solid, tasty metal vocalist. We're actually going to go see them Oh, with Megadeth. Uh, the the metal tour of the year. Yeah. yeah. We're oh. going to go to that. You want to go? Oh. <laughs> go meet us there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Lauren Kanan. So <laughs> nice. It'll be Laura's first metal show. She's very scared. She wants to know what costume she should wear. Mm. <laughs> Wait, how old is she? Uh, we won't divulge, but okay. you know, our age ish. She looks younger, like she's twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh, oh, okay. So, so an adult. Yes, she's an adult. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, there, there was not a, a child. Assumption on my part. No, she's there just was never a been to a metal show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I think metal shows are the best for women, especially to mm-hmm. go to as their first show, because in my experience, a lot of men there like are protective of yes, the women. Very protective. Yeah. So like if they want to go and experience something and like be in the oh, thick that's of it. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're going, especially with some guys or some ladies. Uh, and Kanan's super tough. Yeah. What? Kanan's super tough. <laughs> yeah. Kanan's exactly. her dude. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Then that's an awesome way to experience the first metal show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. If Kanan starts like punching dudes out in the mosh pit, you got to videotape that oh. shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. See it. Oh, I definitely yeah. will. I'm not sure what the mosh is going to be like at this point. Oh, well, social distance moshing? Yeah, I'm not really <laughs> sure. Well, and it's going to be, be a like of a lot of like <laughs> mid 40 year olds. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with stomping and like, hey, keep your distance, sir. Keep yeah. your distance. Like, uh, yeah. I'm too old. You just like throwing your chest out a lot, but not like in contact, you yeah. know, it's like the angry face with well, another guy. You're like then then you the can give the, all the hardcore kids like space to do their <laughs> kicks and windmills yes. and punches. Yeah, there you and go. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're they can do their break dancing or whatever the yeah. fuck they do. I don't know. Maybe everybody's gonna be bumping <laughs> elbows and just bumping elbows. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how we say hello nowadays. Yeah, I guess so. Right. I don't know how I yeah. say it. Dude. I go. So just I go hello in the pit. I go straight for ah, the. I still go straight for the crotch grab. Oh yeah. When they go to shake your hand, you just go. You just throw it underneath there, and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Just well, you just have the dominance. Exactly. And you do it with- my mosh pit. You do it with eye contact. You just do two fingers like my mosh pit. You're my bowling ball, bitch. Yeah, you do it with very steady eye contact, too. Eye contact. And then you lick your lips and walk away. That's if you want to take it to the next level, then And then that guy's just like, what the fuck? What just happened? And he goes home, and he's just like- He's going to tell this story on a podcast probably someday, you know? You'll never guess what It's going to be great. Wait, was that night a biographical? About what? Biographical. The whiskey's working. Oh, autobiographical. Got it. Okay. Okay. So on a scale of Lamb of God- I don't know the lead singer. Flamma Are we God. going Lamb of God is high or no, they're going to get a Lamb of God? Uh, Dio, it, it's going to get a James Lamb of Dio. God. Like I can't name oh, it's anything. It's a Lamb of God. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Lamb of God is like mid to high. Mid to high. Okay. okay. Mid to high. Okay. Mid to high. Mm-hmm. Bad voice. I like awesome. it. Okay. So on a scale of he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings <laughs> to Ronnie James Dio, <laughs> um, oh. Lamb of God, uh, middle to high. So it's very good. Yeah. Still good. Nice. Lindsay. Nice. I mean, all I've got is... Uh, some, some Scots, some famous Scots for you. So Ooh. I'd say obviously Sean Connery is going to be like that's up there. The top 007 you know. Sean Connery. Sean mm-hmm. Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're doing good, Sean Connery. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. 
When have I ever done a Sean Connery? <laughs> when have I ever done a When have I ever, ever done a Sean Connery? When have I ever, ever, ever done a Sean Connery? Are we are we talking about Shock it the back. rock? Oh, good man. or are we talking about James Bond? <laughs> I'll take the penis is mightier for <laughs> yeah. 500 Trebek. I'll take yes. the rapist. Ain't no bum <laughs> cover. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so good. So good. If 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 none of you know, we're referencing uh, Saturday Night Live Jeopardy, and if you have Look not seen up. this, Will Ferrell, you will. You will Did it with your mommy, Canadian punks. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> All right, so Lindsay, your famous yeah. Scots, oh, yeah. please. Oh, yeah, so Sean Connery tops, obviously. Top of the pops. Does Scotch we tape got, we got come into play? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Scotch Ooh, tape. Scotch tape. That's the bottom. That's the bottom. It's got to yeah, be bottom. Yeah, we can go Scotch tape. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch tape is actually Dutch. You yeah, know? let's go Scotch no. tape on the bottom. No, I, I like duct tape <laughs> better, not Scotch. Scotch, but ducked is good. Wait, uh, but, wait. so Scotch, Scotch tape is, low. is lower? Yeah, low Scotch end, tape is low. And Sean Connery is on the high end of the Scottish scale. You got it. Okay. You got it. And then there's Scotch Sprite. Sorry. Yeah. Jonathan Davis, he wears <laughs> a kilt <laughs> and, and plays the bagpipes. And he's my favorite. Wow. So mm. I'm going to go Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Because right. this is a very, very good whiskey. Okay. And it's only barely less than a Sean Connery. And Jonathan Davis is? <laughs> the lead singer of Corn. Right. Just yeah. so everybody knows. Also, my not like a friend of hero of all time. <laughs> no. Oh, he's my friend. Yeah. My personal friend. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. always like, Aaron. I have gotten an email when I had <laughs> tickets for the show that said, hey, friend. Oh, we can't wait to see you yeah. at our show. I, I thought he slipped into your DM. You see the weird. <laughs> I was like, it's in my personal email. The weird role play stuff that goes on at their house. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> wear a like, kilt hey, and play. Can you be Jonathan kilt? Davis again tonight? Kilt? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, Ronnie. You've got the legs to rock it kilt. I gotta say, true. Yeah. And, 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 and leg and tattoos. The pipes. Yeah, that's pretty rad. And, and then Ronnie goes, have the height of the dress. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Damon no, Draven. that's that's the wrong guy. <laughs> He's like, Damn. I'm very disturbed. <laughs> oh! Good one. <laughs> and then he's like, suffocation. No, breathe. No, okay. That's when we get some weir- real weird shit. Yeah, we get a little weird then. Yeah. <laughs> when the plastic bags come out. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> neighbors call the cops and shit. It gets, yeah, yeah this then, got dark. Then the cops come in, they get, they're like, oh, what's going Not on again. Not <laughs> <And> again. <laughs> so... <laughs> So tonight we're doing outlaws, outlaws or outlaw things. Outlaw things. Let's get right into the. Well, let's get right into the meat of this thing. Okay. Did you have some hamburgers or you some steaks or nope. what? I love meat. Just oh, where's meat? I, I bet you do. <laughs> I gotta get the meat in my mouth. Ronnie's. <laughs> <laughs> you we have the meat. The meat. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. So let's let's start out with Hannenberg. Let's start out with uh, Aaron. All right, the actual thing that we were supposed to be covering tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, the actual thing I thought you guys were going to do, so I came up we're with We're really bad else. at doing <laughs> the things that we're supposed right. to do. We do the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what I got is, I know you guys are going to do Outlaws, but I want to talk about something that I like, and that's making knives. So yes, you guys heard of the Bowie knife. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or is it Bowie knife? Mm. It's David Bowie knife. <laughs> David Bowie knife. Yes. Did you know that... Uh, James Bowie actually had a major tongue. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, actually, there was a David Bowie who was a brother of Jim Bowie. No way. Way. But different. How is it spelled? So is it Bowie? It is? Is it a bo- is it Bowie or Bowie? Do we know? know? I'm honestly not sure. (laughs) How's it spelled? It is actually B-O-W-I-E. I was oh. going to say, yeah, keep going. You're okay. spelling it right. Yeah. Okay. It, took, it took me a minute. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll say Bowie. Yeah, let's okay. say Bowie. Okay, so Jim Bowie. 
Who was he? So he grew up in Louisiana. His father had pledged allegiance to the Spanish government before the Louisiana Purchase. So his father said, we're going to be in the Spanish rule and lived in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, the original L.A. Uh, he was one of, I have three children, but it might be four or five. Uh, oh. His father's name, I don't have that many children. I'm just saying. <laughs> James Bowie, <laughs> a.k.a. He Jim got down. Bowie. Yeah. His father had children. Okay. That's why he's here. Lots of children. So anyway, his father's name was Reason. What? As Reason in Bowie. Reason Bowie, yeah. Or it was spelled like resin, R-E-Z-I-N. Okay. So Reason, Resin, oh, Bowie Bowie. German? Oh, man. Uh, that's no a wonder. Hmm. That, I almost got Jake to name Dylan, his son, Resner. I was this close. I wanted no. to. Yeah. I wanted to. No, I, I thought wanted it was the really? coolest. I was yeah. like, Rasner. Yeah. Like, but it got shot maybe. down. I think that's actually cool for Isn't a that a cool it's name? It's rad, dude. Yeah. Like, Rasner, yeah. Dude. Like, totally. imagine yelling that across the neighborhood, Rasner! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like watching for the Valkyries of the apocalypse yeah. coming, Rasner! It's such yeah. a masculine, strong name. Yeah. 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 Very. Love it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, Resin. So, his father's- For Reason. Name. Reason or Resin? Yes. Uh, yes, he had a brother named David Bowie. So David Bowie, the artist, actually changed his name. His name was David something Jones, David Michael Jones. Okay. But uh, he changed it because uh, the monkeys, the group, the monkeys. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're, we're the, the monkeys. monkeys. We, we save a monkey around. around. <laughs> but we're too busy to sing. Okay, right, you guys are done. You guys are done. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, David changed his name, last name to Bowie, just on a whim because he didn't oh. want to be confused with David Jones. Uh, Davy Jones. Davy Jones, thank yes. you. Yes. Who was of the monkeys. He's yep. like, eh, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to be separate. I'm going to be David Bowie. So Jim Bowie was a landowner, gambler, slave trader, and notorious for his temper. So his knife, this is how his knife came about. His brother, Resin. So there's a lot of resins in the family, or reasons, if you will. Weird. The reason Crazy. the second. <laughs> Reason the second, yes. Some of them were unreasonable. <laughs> Jim was one of them. You couldn't name him reason. No. <laughs> unreasonable. <laughs> you are so correct. Uh, so his brother, Reason, knew Jim's temper and knew that he was bullied by a sheriff in town. Oh. And the sheriff was also a banker. And doing land speculation, Jim Bowie, oh, damn, I said it. Yeah. Jim Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Said, uh, he needed a loan, and uh -huh. this guy named Wright is in the opposite of left, but spelled uh, differently. Or the opposite <laughs> of wrong. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not going to give you money. And so Jim was like, mm, you suck, and uh -huh. kind of came after him. Wright shot at him. Oh, cool. As deflected you do. the bullet. Yeah, because what? he was back in the, it? like. Yeah. With his knife? He didn't have his knife. Oh, yet. okay. So this is the crazy thing. He was shot at. It was deflected. Oh. Maybe just a poor ass shot because this is just like swatted okay. away. Okay. <laughs> so this is old 1820s <laughs> bullshittery. <laughs> so his brother Reason is like, okay, dude, you got a temper. Mm -hmm. I gotta give you something to fight with. So he actually asked a butcher in the parish area where they lived in Louisiana, like, make my brother something he can carry with him. So the Bowie knife is a type of butcher knife. So this is how it became famous. So there was something called the sandbar fight in the early 19, uh, 1820s. So it started as a duel between two guys. 
each one fired at each other and they missed. So they're bad shots. So they're terrible shots. Yes. And so all the onlookers who are terribly bummed that nobody got injured, one guy turned to the other and was like, fuck you, pow. And the other guy said, fuck you, and pow. So they what? shot at each other. Just random onlookers? Yeah, which is what you did. Like, <laughs> if there's no right. good sport in the two people, like when you go to a sporting event and the game ends in a tie, you're just like, screw you. Yeah, you just, yeah. just want to shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah you just want to ah. shoot somebody. Two onlookers continued the duel, and Bowie's friend or colleague was mm-hmm. hit. So Bowie fired back at the guy, and he missed. So Wright was there, the guy who shot at him originally and mm-hmm. denied him the loan. So he shot him through the chest. Oh, sweet. Cool. And then two of Wright's guys... I don't think he made it. ...shot him. Bowie got a hot one through the lung, got one in the thigh, and then one, another one on his abdomen. So Dang. he's down. Nothing like hot one to the abdomen, I'm telling you right now. Uh, hot one through. <laughs> oh, through. Okay. Oh, through, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh. Clarification here. It's like a hot one. <laughs> the old steamer. So, okay, so the two guys that weren't right came up on Bowie and just like, stabbed him a couple of times, like, yeah, stay down. And so Bowie's just laying there, and then Wright comes over to finish him off. Bowie sits up, grabs his knife, what? and runs it through his fucking Whoa. sternum. Whoa! He gets up and chases the other two guys off of the sandbar. What? And everybody's looking like, he got shot Holy three shit, times you got and shot stabbed three times, times, stabbed multiple times, and he's up and fighting. Whoa. Yeah. And so Don't from, mess with Bowie. Dang. Exactly. So from then on, he got this reputation as a mean-ass fighter. So Bowie lived through that, and then end of story. Okay. Except not, because he fought and died at the Alamo. Oh, no way. Yeah, he was uh, one of the people who fought and died at the Alamo along with Davy Crockett. Okay. uh, At the age of 39. So we can feel that sting here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Because for most of you who don't know, we are making 40 nervous. (laughs) Uh, so word spread about the sandbar fight. Men started to order similar knives from local blacksmiths. It was all about the intimidation factor because the the Bowie knife, Bowie knife, David. I feel Bowie like knife. I've always called a Bowie a Bowie knife. I've always called it that. I think it's a dialect, like regional thing, okay. whether you say Bowie or Bowie. Maybe it, Are you he's my from down? Louisiana, so maybe it's like the, the kind of the French way of saying Bowie. Maybe yeah. they said Bowie. Maybe because yeah. you know, because like David Bowie says Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is to, wait, what hell is that? Bowie to Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, their regional. They call it a Bowie knife. <laughs> it's yeah. a Bowie knife. Yeah. It sparkles. It sparkles. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, a lot of people started ordering Bowie knives just for the intimidation factor. Oh, okay. That's probably why he chose the last name because so, it's cool, like strong, uh, maybe, you think? Intimidating name. Like, oh, it's like a really. And maybe? it's maybe because, you know, David Bowie, the artist, Bowie, the artist, <laughs> you know, is uh, like fierce and androgynous and mm-hmm. like really carving his own way in the entertainment world. Maybe. Could be. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see how that, that see trickles it. in. And you made a Bowie knife. Yes. And he brought it with us tonight and we'll get some photos of it and put it on there. So it's badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, it, it is, is badass. So cool. Very cool. Yeah, very. So, yeah, the Bowie knife is, uh, the blade can be any length pretty much over. I mean, you can make a mini Bowie knife. You can make a large Bowie knife. The blade on this one that I made is about 13 inches. The overall length is about 18 inches. So Dang. about half the size of my dick. <laughs> if we're being generous, yes. <laughs> uh, width. <laughs> oh, width. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, totally. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, the width of the blade is. One inch. 
five inches. <laughs> And that's if we're doing some stuff, about as long as my. No. Oh. <laughs> no, but I think we should name the Bowie knife you made the Goblin King. Oh, I oh. love it. Dance, magic, dance. <laughs> <laughs> Slap nice. that baby and make him But it's pee. very cool. It's very cool. Thank you. Shout yeah. out to Jody Rock on that one. Labyrinth 20, 20th, 30th? What? 20th or 30th anniversary this year. I thought it was Labyrinth. older than that. I've only seen it once. There's a they're Ugh. coming out with it in the theaters Ugh. because it's the anniversary this year. It's either twenty. It's got to be thirty. It's got to thir- be thirty. It's thirty. It's got to yep. be thirty. Yep. And me and my friend Jody Rock, 20. my Jody best Rock. friend growing up, she was a sister to me. Okay. She is a sister to me, mm-hmm. and uh, we watched it probably forty uh, times. She's single. <laughs> she's not she's taken oh <laughs> she's man. a sick mountain biker too she's so good oh she like helicopters down into canyons and then rides out of them and stuff she's so cool yeah so what else we got we got outlaw country yeah outlaw country please okay so ronnie over here has outlaw country okay so outlaw country outlaw country Woo! so when you hear outlaw country who do you think of i think of hank the third Okay, Merle, <laughs> Hank Williams Merle III. Haggard. Yes, yeah, but yeah, Hank Jr. Do they Hank consider it Hag- Merle Haggard and Hank Senior Outlaw Country? Yeah, so mm-hmm. Waylon, Willie, oh, yeah. Waylon and Willie were the ones who really started the whole outlaw I like genre. What wasn't Johnny Cash considered? Outlaw? Johnny Cash later, yeah, was considered country. But the ones who really started and moved out their own way was Waylon and Willie. So I listen. I've been listening this last year to a lot of Waylon Jennings, a lot of Hank Jr. Not so much Hank Senior, but I do love. That older country. David Allen Coe. David oh, Allen yeah. Coe. You got, you probably throw Charlie Daniels in the mix. For sure. Maybe, maybe even like, not Jerry Reed probably though. So the term outlaw country came to be when artists like Waylon Willie wanted to basically break free from that typical Nashville sound. So The twangy. The twangy. Outlaw was more rebellious. It was controversial. Country music then, and by then, I mean 60s. Uh, was basically owned and managed by a, a committee, and they they would ultimately decide what sound was appealing at the time. So they basically just ran uh, it so and tell people what to do. They were gatekeepers. Yes, they were the gatekeepers. Now, yeah, exactly. They were pretty much dictators. They would dictate what the artists, what what their appearance would be and their public image. You know, they couldn't really do their own thing. So whatever was sounding good at the time, what they thought would appeal to, you know, everybody. That's what they had to go with. That's all record companies ever. Right. With all genres. Yeah. So the Nashville sound is, you know, it's 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 all string arrangements. It's background singers. Um, and it's been around since the 50s. And it was instituted to basically protect country music like uh, from the commercial threat of rock and roll. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because huh. a lot of the... I wonder if it was from metal. A lot of the rock and roll the then, like in the 60s and stuff, no would try, kind of have that country sound to it. They would, oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they basically had it to protect their, their image and separate themselves <laughs> from the rock and roll. So, But for, for many country artists, they, they, envied actually, they actually envied their rock and roll peers because at the time rock and roll had at least some control over their music. And, like and creative control. And like their creative they, yeah. control. You know, they can, they kind of could because it was do new, probably somewhat what they, they wanted. D- the record company didn't know what to do with it, but it's popular. Yeah, it's new and it scares me. Yeah. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, so change had to be made. This is where Waylon, Willie, and the others started the genre outlaw country. 
So they basically, they're, they're a bunch of rebels and misfits leaving the Nashville sound, uh, the whole suit and tie lifestyle, the Grand Old Opry. Uh, did they bootleg whiskey on the side? They probably did. Okay. Sweet. Didn't they definitely that drank whiskey. They definitely drank. Did well, some, they some did of a that, lot of stuff. Some of that music is just so fun. Like yeah. those motherfuckers are just having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Like bluegrass Women. music too. Oh, I love bluegrass. Oh, bluegrass. Yeah. Yes, live I do bluegrass. Like bluegrass. Yes. Oh my God. I do I did. bluegrass. Yeah. But that, that kind of plays into shit. the whole Women, you whiskey. You hear some of that in there. For Women, sure. whiskey, pills, mm-hmm. drinking, doing your own thing. Like literally, that's basically what it was about. And you know, they had, had their long hair, which wasn't country at all, right? When in Nashville, you know, they had suit and ties and you know, background singers and clean cut. And, yeah. And they had the freedom to write and sing about whatever they wanted to by breaking away. They sang about drinking, doing drugs, life on the road. Johnny Cash, for instance, he would sing. Uh, I took a shot of cocaine yep. and I took my woman down. Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> took a shot of cocaine and, and shot, shot my, my woman, woman down. down. Yep. Dude, that's metal right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, doing drugs, life on the road. Cover. Uh, he would Ooh. sing about doing speed, drinking, yeah. and just general. Folsom s- prison, you know, Folsom singing prison. about mm-hmm. being in just, the prison. Just and general just self-destruction. A, yeah, just, just being a criminal. And, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Walk the Line? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When they do the, so have you seen it? I have not. That's with the uh, Joaquin Phoenix, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't think of her name. Um, Reese, Reese with with her, with her spoon. Yeah, yeah, it is her, huh? And yeah. Reese without her spoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Joaquin Phoenix learned how to sing. Like they both yeah. do their own vocals. He's a very versatile actor. Yes. Oh Phoenix yeah, he's pretty, actually very good. good. Yeah. Yeah. He went a little speaking of self-destructive. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, <laughs> but you know, most most good actors do, right? For sure. Yeah, go off. They the get lost just in, a little in, bit. Yeah. They're really good. The person yeah, they like have. Mel Gibson. Before I forget, yeah, I love that Talking man. About Dude, off the that deep end. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> as far as Johnny, it wasn't so much Johnny's music that played a role in the sound of Outlaw. Um, it was more of his appearance, like his anti. He was anti-establishment yeah uh, man in black yeah, man in black yeah. Yeah. dark as, kind as of characteristic mm-hmm. spirit or beliefs you Looks know like and what outlaw should be um, and that showed in all of his songwriting mm-hmm. you know uh, stuff no one really had heard in music before um so this all that opened opened a new door for other artists all over to start following their own path in the music world and set themselves apart and just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah, and, and it's their own genre too. That and yeah. it was it was as it was as like um, harsh as rock and roll it was because remember when rock and roll started, everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is like you said, it's new and it's scary, yeah. right?" Yeah, yeah. And it's people me. talking about things mm-hmm. and singing about things that people didn't talk about. And it's so right. weird how tame it is now when you go back. Oh my! Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like, but, but Outlaw Country right? was similar. You yeah. know, you're taking parts of. The country that people didn't talk about, right? And now you're now you're talking about yeah. it publicly. Is Dewey Cox is he in <laughs> yes, Outlaw yes, Country yeah. Star? Is he? Dewey Cox. Walk <laughs> <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's a little fun fact. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> lo- you Wayland? haven't? I have not. Oh, you no. have not seen it? I have, I have not. I haven't either. Watch it right now. It's so funny. <sighs> so you don't want none away, of this, Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong son died. <laughs> you gotta see that. Movie. It's got Kristen Wiig. She's oh, yeah. so funny in it. Yeah. She is a funny lady. Oh, yeah. she she's so good lady. in it. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you this scotch. You never be anything, Dewey. Yeah, tell, tell me about the scotch. It's today. $22. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's, that's a, a, that's a little something. For those of you playing the home game, Jake just rolled his eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, it's $22. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my pants actually just fell off. <laughs> is that what I felt hit my foot? They're usually already off. <laughs> 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 
a little little last bit here, a little fun fact about Waylon. He actually had a little bit of a rockabilly heritage. He mm. actually started off in Buddy Holly's band, The Crickets. No Did way. he really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Huh. Yeah. Was he, so. he played guitar in The Crickets and sang? Yes. Or? Okay. <laughs> a little bit about Outlaw Country for you. That's really good. Not, not too deep, but just enough no, that for was you. Great. It was That's definitely really sufficient. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's take this time to take a break good. and Go hear pee. from our sponsors. Oh, sponsors, I mean. Yeah. NP. Yeah. Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one-of-a-kind handmade items from leather, wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself, you know what this food could use? It could really use some funkies. Funkies. Funkies Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funky's Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, funkyshotsaucefactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. You take this bong, rip, bong, tong, bong, tong! <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Hey. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Cheeks are hurting with my mouth. You're you're uh, you're welcome for all of that. Oh god, that was good, dude. Please tell me we're recording. Oh, we are. <laughs> oh, always hit record. Oh, no, I did. I always we, do. Oh. I always do. In fact, Jake just sneaks <laughs> in. And he's like, <laughs> so we we recorded something about Lindsay that happened at her work uh, last episode, and I took it out because. Um, because you know Crip. professional reasons about it. Yeah. but I, I saved it so i could send it to friends and i want i want to but i saved the best reason do we have it we do and oh. it's so so funny. fucking funny <laughs> it's so funny and i don't know how many times we say cunt right. and it all depends on the accent you say it and like don't be such a dumb cunt yeah yeah <laughs> cunt is like a word that people use in Twat. like australia yeah, exactly like, oh. australia oh, okay. in, in proper english oh, yeah, speaking dude. Countries yeah. like Britain and Australia well, uses it a lot. That comedian we watched, Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he uses it a He's lot. Funny, yeah. It's it's hilarious. Speaking of other other countries, that's what I've got tonight is an outlaw. Oh, modern day because I always like to do some weird spin on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mine's about modern day outlaw Stephen Jackley. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tell me more. I hate Stephen his name. Jackley. I hate it. It's a great, <laughs> terrible name, right? It's like it's yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> it's an outlaw name. It's cruel. Okay, so tell us about Stephen oh, yeah. Jackley. So here's what from, we know. Where is he from? Here's what we know about Stephen Jackley. He grew up in an area of England called Devon. Never heard of Devonshire. It. Devon. It said I, that's what it, I thought. Devon. I was like, I always put a shire at the end of English towns. <laughs> yes. that's what it is. Because so, yeah. most of them. It do. said that he went to college in Winchester, and I was like, Winchestershire. Winchestershire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sauce. Oh, it's Worcestershire. Did he go to Worcestershire school? I thought he went to Winchestershire. Okay, so he's he's from. So, what's his name? Kevin Jackley. Oh, Stephen Jackley. Stephen Jackley. Went went to grew up in Devon. He grew up in Devon. And went to Devon. No, Devon. 
And he went to Winchestershire. Winchester University. School for boys. Yes. He did. So <laughs> he so he grows he, let, let, let's go back a little bit. He grows up. Mm-hmm. He grows up. He grows up like He's, a little sunflower. He gets grown up by his mom, who's schizophrenic. Oh, fun! Is that's not even a real thing? It, it oh, is. It's, it's definitely a real. It's thing. definitely real. Not, I mean, in their world, you know, nothing's real. There was a, there was a study done. Fifty percent of the homeless people in the city of Seattle are schizophrenic. Fifty percent. Fifty. I believe it. Fifty. That's almost half. That's almost. <laughs> But I'm sure 100% of them said, yes, I am. The other half said, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. terrible. So Stephen Jackley. <laughs> Stephen Jackley. So he had Asperger's. He didn't know it at the time, but he goes to college. So so he grows up with a mom who's schizophrenic. Obviously, he ends up having mental illness, too. Maybe genetic. Maybe just because he has it. Mm. We don't know. Wouldn't but she gets taken genetic? away by yeah. medics all the time. She gets taken You're away right. by police. It's very... Uh, harming to his psyche, I would say. For sure. And turns out he actually has autism too. He's on the spectrum, but she's, he's not really being taken care of. So anyway, 22 years old, he decides, okay, a little bit before 22 years old, he gets out of school. He's not really sure why he doesn't really fit in. He's a lot smarter than everybody his age. He decides to go traveling in Southeast Asia. He travels around Southeast Asia before he goes to college. Backpacks, you know what I mean? He comes from an affluent family somewhat enough to where he can go travel in Southeast Asia. Okay. He realizes that there's a lot of four star. What hotels. time period is this? This is in 2000. Oh, okay. Five, six. Okay. Area. So recent. Modern. Yeah. Somewhat okay. recent. Somewhat modern outlaw. So he's a youngster. He's traveling around and he's smart enough to realize, Hey, there's a lot of these crazy resorts here in Southeast Asia. And then just down the street, there's this fucking shanty town. Like shitty ass, broke, third world country shanty town, and then there's these resorts with all these, uh, you know, infinity pools and shit, and all this food. And he decides that the world's very unjust. I want to single handedly take down capitalism on my own. So he starts getting. Oh, he also he's obsessed with Robin Hood. So okay. there's that too. That ties into it. Yeah. He's studying geography because so he's really interested in all the worldly areas and everything. Studying Robin Robin Hood, Winchesterton University, Winchester. Sorry, Winchester. <laughs> Winchester. Yeah, and, uh, sounds good. I know it well. <laughs> so then he decides the world's a very unfair place. He's going to college. While he's in college, he starts scheming to do some bank heists because that's mm. what college students who think the world is unfair Most do. Of them do. Yeah. yeah. Right. I right did when I was in college. He ends up robbing a ton of not only banks, but bookies. Oh, no. Like he's robbing bookies. Oh, you don't do that. He's Nobody a big, he's going to be in big trouble. Our, like boy, our, our boy done fucked up. Yeah, he oh, done fucked yeah. up. <laughs> he's also really in, he's pretty into weed and cocaine. Cocaine. So, well, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, the cocaine. He's oh, into the, the cocaine. Who doesn't love he's a good line cocaine. of cocaine? So at 21, the age of, do you guys remember being 21? No. I don't even remember being 21. It was no. a pretty drunken age. I was 24 when I moved here. Yeah, <laughs> weed and cocaine at well, twenty one. Glad that you have a timeline there. And I've known him since then. How yeah, weird! I know. Oh, <laughs> pretty into weed and cocaine. Twenty one devises a plan to make the world more fair. His plans to rob banks and bookies and give at least sixty percent of his winnings. I'm doing air quotes to winnings? the homeless and to charities. Robin Hood. That's the modern Did day Robin Hood. So. Well, if he got away in with September it, I think that's of kind of winning. 2007. Hashtag winning. Hashtag Tiger winning. blood. Yes. Ah, for, two, for seven months. <laughs> How's that for a day? Oh, that's a throwback. <laughs> an antiquated <laughs> phrase. Hashtag winning. Hashtag Adonis blood. Whatever the fuck Michael... Uh, no, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Thank Charlie you. Sheen. <laughs> Michael's his father. And Is he still alive? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's off the cocaine. Is he still winning? Charlie Sheen's oh, not going to die. He's, he's got AIDS. <laughs> that guy's got baby blood in his system, gone? bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 35 going on 74. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so September of 07 through March of 08, for, in seven months, he has a series, a rash, if you will, of armed, armed, uh, more air quotes, only with one hand now, uh, bank heists in England and areas of Devon, Winchestershire, and all the shires in England. Oh, so it's hometown. And we don't know how many. Nobody on the interweb thing says how many he does, but he gets a whole bunch of money. He takes like chunks of money and he puts like, I don't know, sticky notes or some type of note on there that, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that says RH. He's just signing RH like Robin Hood. Uh, and he's just bringing it to people sleeping on the streets in their sleeping bags that are homeless. I've heard of yeah. this Yeah. He just starts bringing chunks of money to yeah. them, stacks of money, and they're all of a sudden they're rich. Good for uh, him. Also, he's yeah. giving money to charity. Turns out it's not a whole lot, but he planned on a lot more than he did. He gave like 2800 of the stuff he stole to charity, and he planned on giving to 100000 but he didn't quite are, get are there. Are these rubles or euros? Or these are, are in about? euros, yeah. These are in... Uh, Still add rubles. Is that what they're called? Uh, rubles. Rubles. Roofies? Rubles. rubles. Many oh. roofies. So then, uh, on one occasion, he thinks he's breaking into a bank. It actually was a charity that he robbed. <laughs> no! <laughs> so that was a little bit of a mishap. He's smart, but not uh, So he kind of stole some of that money. <laughs> he felt really bad about that one uh, he later. He should. But he Did he give also, it back to that charity? He still gave it like to homeless here. people. Yeah. Here, look what I found on your doorstep. <laughs> Oopsie! I'm, I'm going to donate the money this. from the charity that was giving to homeless yes. and just give it to the homeless. Just no middleman. And uh, he used hammers. He used knives. Sweet. I don't know if Annenberg made like those. His, I don't know. Fake guns. He had like fake like. Yeah, he had fake guns. Like he never banana, had a real gun. The, the banana under the shirt. Like, give 21. me all your money, see. <laughs> he's only twenty-one. He's got Aspergers. He has no idea. Like he thinks that he's Robin Hood. Well, and he he's planned this out. That's the amazing thing to yeah. me is he's like sat down one day wherever he was at in Winchestershire, yeah, Worcestershire, and was like, totally. I'm gonna do this shit for years. Yeah. That's even, brilliant. It turns out he even makes a fake bomb, and he said he was so high he doesn't remember making it. Nice. But he made a fake bomb. I want to be that high sometimes. Yeah, he was pretty high. <laughs> I made a fake bomb, but like, oh, damn, wake I up in the morning. Put it. Oh, wake up in the morning. There's just a bomb sitting there. Just like, a oh, bomb. Fuck. I don't know when that's. I was go high. Guess what's behind the toilet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Upper decker. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Damn it. So. The way that he gets caught is, uh, I, guess, I guess it's awesome. Not quite an upper decker. But. Mid-level. Missed the deck. Mid-level. <laughs> Overshot the landing. Did someone just say poo? <laughs> I said poo. Pew. Pew. Go ahead. So he, uh, he decides, so apparently it's really hard to get a gun in England, a lot harder than the U.S. Yeah. So his whole scheme comes to an end when he comes to the U.S. just to get a gun to smuggle back to the U.K. to make more robberies. Whoops. So he doesn't want to rob in the U.S. at all. So it's because, easier to fly over there, get a gun, yes, fly it back. Yes. That sounds apparently really hard. It's easier to fly to the U.S., get a gun, and smuggle it back than it, get a just gun Just put it in your suitcase? England. He goes to buy a gun. Yes. Unfortunately for Jackley. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's unfortunate for Jacqueline. Hannenberg's losing name. it right now. Is isn't it? For Jacqueline. Oh. He goes to buy a gun from an ex cop that owns a gun shop now. An ex cop. The ex cop. He <laughs> he's now, he's definitely it. from Boston. He's a fucking cap. He's definitely from Boston. <laughs> he's cap. an ex cop from Boston. He used to patrol the pack. <laughs> Got a couple of ass here. <laughs> so Got a he, couple fillies. He recognizes his fake ID. He recognizes it being a fake. He's 22 years old. He's not. A very old man. Like right. he's he has now a U.S. 
ID that he's trying to use to buy a, a real gun. He's never had a gun. He's robbed at least 18 banks now, or bookies. Without a gun. Without a gun. Only Impressive. with a hammer Impressive or a fake own. gun or a fake bomb. Like I don't know. Whatever. Hammer. Hammer's All fake. Scarier a hammer. Yeah. When a motherfucker's over the hammer, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. This, that, this guy's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Like, gun's too easy. But yeah. if this guy's got a fucking hammer and there's like a little red <laughs> stain on screws. it, you're like, a couple oh, screws oh, loose. Yeah. <laughs> or if it has a red circle from saw on it, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. man, this dude needs business. So, but, he, but he really got the bug for having a real gun to rob his banks with. And so anyway, he tries to buy the gun. Gun. The, the ex-cop gun. sees that he is, it's a fake ID. He calls the real cops because he's no longer a cop. They go to his house, cops. find a ton of disguises. Cops. Probably the <laughs> probably uh, the clown. Bad What's boys, the, bad boys. Yeah. What you gonna <laughs> do? What, what you gonna do when they come for you? Wow. That was, <laughs> that was so soulful. That was. I like that version better. Version. Anyway, they find disguises. They find the fake bombs. They find all of his weird hammers and shit. And is there a weird hammer? And he's got, as <laughs> yeah. It's like missing like, a claw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just half one claw. claw, or it's splayed out like that. Yeah. You're like, what happened to that? What a weird hammer is this. <laughs> he, gets is a, he gets put in is all these ball peen? prison. Is it a ball peen hammer? Ball peen. That's my uh, favorite type of hammer. This guy's got weird hammers. Wicked, wicked hammers. All right, continue. He gets put in jail for about 10 months in the U.S. <laughs> about 10 months. Well, about 10 months. About a like, year. Give or take. Right. He says the worst part of it is that all the other prisoners ask if he knows the queen just because he has an, an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean? Yeah, they just By the way, do you know the queen? <laughs> <laughs> he finally gets deported at the age of He's like, of I don't 23. take your dick out of me and I'll tell you. There's how much going to do it. That's not on the other side. Sorry. Prison, you know? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to oh, do? You know? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> when do you know you know? What do you, what do, you do? Eh? Fucking prison. Fucking prison. <laughs> so he gets deported at the age of 23, back to England. He gets 18 charges and 13 years in jail. Gets dropped to 12 because he has Asperger's. <laughs> so, so he goes to jail. He's 23 years old. He's still very young. This is Years are just passing writes, this guy by. So he did 10 he, months, and then he goes back and does 12 years. Dude, he's he lived like 12, 15 he's, years in he's three. He's looking at 12 yeah. years. He doesn't necessarily do 12 years. Because this dude is so smart, he is actually he a savant. Out. He definitely has mm-hmm. like that savant quality to his Asperger's. That happens a lot. And it's a ratio. Okay. I feel like you're ordering food at a restaurant <laughs> right now. <laughs> he's got a pretty good ratio of ass burgers. Yeah, he's, got the, he's got some savant qualities to his ass burgers. <laughs> you're selling me on this. Burger. I'm going to go in the Jack in the Box and get me this savant <laughs> burger. Jack in the Box. This does not need to be in the podcast, but I will read it. And then if you decide it's good and poignant enough, then great. But don't ever so, say that word yeah. again. Well, I don't, I don't like thing. it. Poignant? <laughs> That's the only word I can think of. How do you even spell that? It's like Are you trying to make us look dumb? We're already stupid. fuck off. Poi giant. That's what it is. It's spot on in a lot of areas. This guy's actually very smart, and I really actually respect the guy a lot. So what happens after the 12 years? So he's supposed to get 12 years in prison, and he's in England. He's 23 years old. But Do they he, deport him from here to there to yeah, go? To, they, okay. Yeah. They, they, um, ec- what is it called? Expedite. Ex- Next. Uh, ex- no, not expatriate. No. He got deported. He got, deported. He got yeah. exported. Expi- expedited. What the fuck is it called? Excommunicated. Ex- uh, no, that's from the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> History brain just they fired they right they there. Expedited. Yeah, that's the when US you don't. No, expedite is when you've like fold them into a <laughs> little box. Yeah. 
ship him away. Speaking of Bezos. But so he yeah. he does decide Amazon to write to the him. Court of Appeals because he's a very smart person. And I, don't, and I don't think this is because he's trying to get out of his jail time. I think it's because he actually does believe he should spend time in jail. He's that smart. He realizes, hey, he did some I probably shit. have done yeah. some shit. Right. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. I was high. I was on cocaine. I should probably <laughs> like dial it back a little bit and realize I need to spend some time. Mm-hmm. And so he writes this to the Court of Appeals. He also gets it published in several scientific uh, like journals. Good, not scientific journals, but like newspapers, like right. The Sun okay. or something. Oh, okay. And so this is this is an excerpt from one of his Court of Appeals things that gets um, that gets um, published, printed, published. Thank you. And it's called Desperate Times by Stephen Jackley. The world is spinning on the axis of oblivion. Humanity stands on the brink of massive change. Within just 20 years, scientists predict the depletion of fish stocks and widespread ecological disasters. Within 50 years, so it's been eight years now, it's likely the world population will reach 10 billion people. We're at 7.87 now, eight years later. So I just want to say, wow. Like, he he's predicted pretty 10 billion in 50, and it's only been it's, eight years, yeah. more close to 8 billion. Um with subsequent increases in carbon emissions and environmental pressures, already species are going extinct by the day, which is so true. Ecosystems are being extinguished and entire habitats are vanishing. Pollution, global warming, and overpopulations pushing the planet beyond its capacity to support life. 83% of the world economy, 83%, is controlled by the richest fifth of the population. Mm-hmm. 35 of the biggest economic actors are companies and just 15 are governments. Is reasonable to conclude that the world is being run by and for a transnational capitalist class, a corporate oligarchy that hides behind both democracies and dictatorships. Every government is really a pawn to economic forces as determined by the elite super rich minority. Blinded by power and greed, this minority is not really concerned with impending ecological crisis. Perhaps they think they can escape it just as they have escaped the economic hardships others have had to endure. Had to endure. Or perhaps they believe it will come anyway, that there's no avoiding the inevitable. And therefore, the best option is to enjoy life to the fullest. Either way, whether by intention or inheritance, the global oligarchy is primary architect of the world's devastation. It's a misleading word, this progress. It's often used interchangeably, if not equivalently, as growth. In today's society, it tends to mean only one thing, more more houses, more roads, more jobs, more money. And meanwhile, as these are built and hoarded, the thing on which everything rests is being destroyed. The world is not infinite. Its resources are not limitless. If humanity is to survive, it must sacrifice the desire for progress and replace it with sustainability. Each time progress or growth is promised, two questions need to be asked. For whom and for how long? That is insane pretty fucking good and there's a lot more yeah. that's just a small excerpt from his 2013 desperate times there's a lot mm. more to it and it's all very very important and that's eight years ago now and that still rings more true today than it did eight years ago well and talking about the population growth you know what we need Death. Is like is like a virus that's what we've got <clears throat> all right so we need like a virus to cull Oh. The population growth. Oh. That's what we need. So I wonder the if purge. that's ever going to happen. Oh. <laughs> the purge. <laughs> no, actually, Dan Brown, you know the novelist Dan Brown mm-hmm. who wrote um, the Leonardo da Vinci Code? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He uh, wrote one called Inferno. Uh, yeah. So the protagonist in that dies like in the first chapter, but it's a... Uh, Ruined it. Fucking spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> By the way, people, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Don't read I'm the g- really old novel. Yeah, you're Canadian? <laughs> Jesus Brown. fucking Christ. Sorry. No, we have Canadian spiders at our house. Gross. Are they, they're super nice. How yes. are they able to cross <laughs> the, the border? <laughs> Sneak. Are they vaccinated? <laughs> oh, Jesus. We can't cross the My wife and I have like noticed is that like California spiders, where you know, we've been for the past 15 years, are aggressive. Like If you are moving things around. And Do they have they bow ties? Can, no. They, they no. Have, they have they're bu- just super aggressive. Like, they have buttoned up Ben Davis shirts all the <laughs> way to the top, but the bottom's unbuttoned, and they have like really long oh, high socks. Yeah, they're, they're, they have, they're cholo what, spiders. The, what are the shoes called? The, those Nikes they wear? The Cortezes. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah, if we're, if we're tra- <laughs> cholo spiders. <laughs> don't put hey, that. Hey, could you just put me outside, eh? <laughs> No, they don't. I'm even not gonna hurt you, eh? Just put me outside, homie. Don't make me go local. Okay, homie. Just put me outside. Just put me outside. Oh man, hope we didn't lose any <laughs> listeners. And cut and <laughs> resume. <laughs> so no, these are very polite spiders. Where if we're weeding, <laughs> Lindsay, are you breathing? <laughs> For those of you just turning, I got eight legs, <laughs> eh? Just let me go. <laughs> I'm not going to bite you, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, fuck. So the nice Canadian oh, spiders, they're, the like, nice they're Canadian like, hey, take off, hoser. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that... They're, they're more nice than that because if we're weeding and like we discover one of them, they're like... Sorry, and then they just run sorry. off underneath sorry. something. Yeah, sorry, and they just brrr, out of yeah. the way. California spiders are like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're like, um, "Do we need to like do things around you?" And they're like, "The hell you are!" Yeah. Not my. And they're like, "Oh shit!" They come running fast towards you. My block. Yeah, they get their bo- they're like their fucking oh, gang violence. spiders. They're like, "Hey, homies, come over here. Let's fuck with these white people." <laughs> Hey, they're trying to plant their flowers. They're trying to plant their flowers with the fuck. really white people. Fuck their flowers. They say, "Come over here, let's fuck with these white people." They fuck. <laughs> We're gonna put webs right across their. F- um, yeah. Scottish spiders now. Yeah. <laughs> with the webs right across where they walk. So if you w- want to see a white ninja, Jew. if you ever want to see somebody just fight up. Do you think you're gonna thing? plant your flowers here? I say, I don't think so. <laughs> Match it. <laughs> Cholo spiders, bro. <laughs> They're real. That's another good band name, by the way. Cholo spiders. <laughs> Cholo, Cholo spiders. Cholo spiders. No. You all know why there are mirrors inside most bars and saloons. Mirrors. Uh-uh. Mirrors. How did I pronounce it? I thought you were talking oh, about like mares. Mares. Yeah, like a male horse. No, them's was outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Draw. You got the draw. Tied to the. Pitching post. Pitching post. <laughs> where they hit the ponies with an 85 mile an hour fastball, and if they still stood up, they got first base. <laughs> <laughs> That's some baseball shit, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> so, why do they have mirrors in bars? I'm glad you asked, Jake. I'll tell you. <laughs> stuff is so good, isn't it? it it's here, let me pour you a. Uh, I can't call it a shot because some people think that a shot of whiskey. He's going to roll it. He's going to roll it. Oh. Damn right, I'm gonna it. roll it. Can you just roll him one too? Yeah. He so for those oh, of okay. you playing the home game, rolling <laughs> a bottle me. is when you pour, and then when you're done, you just kind of give it a quarter turn to the so right you if you're right-handed, or left if you're left-handed, and that keeps 
the goodness from dribbling on the outside. I try to do that it when it keeps I pee. the goodness off the so badness. Well. I don't <laughs> do like to dribble when, when I pee. You turn so I try a quarter to like turn. turn a quarter turn. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop after way. two, man. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on with you, but stop after two turns. The Otherwise, fact, the fact that you had the respect to say to the right if you're right-handed or left if you're left-handed probably means a lot to him because he's a lefty. Wait, oh, you're a southpaw, what? Ronnie? I'm a handicap. Yeah, well, okay, all you listeners out there, we're looking for a new host. <laughs> Lefty, preferably, is preferably right-handed. Uh, right-handed. <laughs> Left Ronnie. So why do why do why do bars have mirrors? Okay, when when you guys go into a bar, do you notice? Did did you notice there's a mirror behind most bars? Yeah. Okay. I'm no, guessing so it looked like they had more liquor than they have. Now that I think about I it, just yeah. thought it was to make it look like they had more bottles. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, more yeah. liquor, mm-hmm. more bottles. So you can okay, look at that- how drunk you are. Well, I got pretty shit hopefully you can only see one of you in the mirror. Yeah. If you see two, hit the guy in the middle. I see two of me in the mirror, and I'm like, damn, dude. I'm going to need definitely more than one girl looking at this. <laughs> Actually, that's funny that you bring that up, because one of the purposes of the Old Western Saloon with the mirror behind there was that on the back wall, there were usually nudie paintings. Oh. And um. if you were to come into an Old Western Saloon and just like gawk, at nude pictures, mm-hmm. that was considered rude. Oh. And patrons would be like, dude, oh. sit down. You're not being cool. Look. So there was actually a code of like being proper in a saloon. You sit, you could sit at the bar or in one of the seats around the bar, and as most of them were male patrons. large part of them were male patrons. There were nudies on the back wall, so you could like get a glance no, without, without being rude. Like a perv. So, and the same thing still happens today. No way. Yeah. So, the same thing happens today. You roll up into a bar and you you sit at a bar and there's a hottie at the other end. You could check them out without fucking looking at them. Without being a creep. Can you do that at home with porn? Oh, if you do like a double mirror action. Just, so to, like, just put the laptop the in front of the mirror. In the background, yeah. but there's an, I'm just looking at so the So then mirror. it doesn't count as like... I'm doing my makeup. Aaron's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's learning things. That's folks. why you bought those mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> I did buy two new mirrors. <laughs> Are they folding mirrors so you could like Damn triple it. the action? <laughs> there's one in the bedroom across from where the TV is. <laughs> Aaron's like, why is the door locked? You're like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm trying to do my makeup. I'm having my mirror time. Told you you can call it my saloon time now. Oh, that's interesting. So, okay, so that's that's one of the reasons. I've never heard of that. There's one. That's one of the reasons why there's a mirror okay. back there, and that's something that I've experienced in tending bar for she's almost 15 years. Is that if you turn your back as a bartender, bar back, bartender, bartender, <laughs> or it's a, a bar back. So a bar back typically is somebody who like washes the glasses, washes oh. the glasses, yeah. fills oh. ice, does everything Somebody's behind the but bartender. make the drinks if yeah, back up the it gets really oh. back. Up. Behind the bartender doing the shit that the bartender doesn't do because the bartender is higher up on the hierarchy. (laughs) Higher on the hierarchy. Higher higher higher. up on the hierarchy. Somebody put. Ah, there you go. There's your lilt. Somebody put whiskey (laughs) in my glass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how dare he with a quarter turn. You can taste the quarter turn, can't you? I can taste it. I can taste the quarter turn. Oh, yeah. So as bartenders, I'm facing the wall, making drinks, pulling liquor off of the cabinet. I can see who's behind me, and sometimes you know there's like liquor in the well, mm-hmm. or sometimes I've left a bottle up on top. I can see if somebody's going to reach over and grab, or oh. if some people have left money on the bar as my tip, uh, uh. and somebody new sits down. I've caught a couple of people trying to snag <gasps> my tip. 
They got their hands slapped like a bitch. Ooh, trying to snag your tip and they got their hands slapped. Did you bandama? I would do like a bandam, like one of those kicks. Roundhouse. Like right Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't put my leg up that far, but I'd have been. You know what I would do? I'd be like, oh, you want my tip? I would kumite him. You want my tip? And I'd whip it out and fucking slap their hand with the fucking tip of my penis. No. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. It's like, whap. You want the you want my tip? Kumite, kumite, kumite. One of us, one of us. Gobble, gobble. Okay, so that's that's one of the main reasons why they had a mirror behind the bar. Another was uh, for patrons who were sitting right at the bars that they could see who's going to come up behind them and shoot them in the back of the head. So that's one of the reasons. Makes sense for those times. Yeah. A famous Western lawman, White Earp. Wyatt Earp was one of them. Oh, Doc Holliday. Mm. I be, love Doc Holliday. He's my favorite, especially Val Kilmer. You should have talked have you, about him tonight. Have you seen the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let me just do everything else, okay? <laughs> so, we didn't um, have enough time. We had to cut your short. It was, a wild, it was Wild Bill Hickok. Wild Bill Hickok. Hitchcock. Uh, he was playing. He was playing a game of poker when he got shot in the back mm-hmm. of the head, and he had dead man's hand. You guys know what dead man's hand uh-uh. poker is? When you have a uh-huh. flush and you're dead. What? Close. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Dead man's hand is. is two eights and three twos. So that house. was what, full house. That's yeah. weird. And okay. that's what uh, Wild Bill was holding when he was shot in the back of the head by. And he would have won. Uh, probably. So it's a full half, but it has to be three eighths. Or well, yeah. the dead man's three hand, eighths and three of a kind. Is so it has to be just three. Because of a kind. he was oh. shot with that in his hand. It's called the dead man's hand. Oh, no so way. two eights, three twos. Oh, Deuces. What? Yeah. So if you Deuces get that wild. and you're playing like a serious game of poker and you throw that down, depending Whoa. on where you play, to what I've heard, like you can win like a jackpot or you win nothing. Whoa. Okay. It's crazy. But he was sitting with his uh, back to the bar. So he couldn't see anybody come up from behind uh, him. Have you guys seen the movie Scarface? Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of it. Well, it has a then. lot of cocaine. In it. <laughs> Just a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. So in in the uh, in the bar scene where Tony's like totally zoning out and the hitmen come mm-hmm. up, if you notice, every time Tony goes into the club, he sits in the booth in the corner with the booth with all of the mirrors oh. around him, so nobody can sneak up on him. Yeah, right. smart though. Yeah, so mm. mirrors play an interesting role in the Old West in the saloon. Yeah, yeah. and Black Mirror now. <gasps> also, oh, dude, dude, such a good show. So good. It's, yeah, I've only watched a couple of episodes, but are like, you serious, dude? It gets Watch to your psyche. All. Oh it yeah, it's so psyche. good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, I'm it's I'm okay good. with that. Whiskey gets into my psyche too much. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's take That's this time. Really good stuff you had there, Hanny. Thank I'm so very glad nice. you, thank you for having very all nice. that stuff. Right. Very nice. I haven't been called that since ninth grade. Was oh. it Slammenberg? Slammenberg. Cannonberg. Slammenberg. Slammenberg. Slammin' Salmonberg. Cannonberg. Cannonberg. So, Cannonberg. Do you guys know what time it is? Oh, oh yes. Zen. Favorite. Now it's time for Zen, Zen for those who can't think good, who take life oh. too seriously. Got it. Always be modest and be proud of it. <laughs> yes. Humble brag. <laughs> Cheers. Humble brag. Cheers, y'all. Oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. Oh, and we love you. We love you.
we tolerate you so we, much. Yes, we we love that you tolerate us. Yes, do good that's things in life. Just do good things. Be a better bad person. Dive in butt first. Good night. Butt first. We love you. We love you. Yeah. I've tried to get it across every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action. <laughs>